friends and lovers, welcome to episode 112 of the Finger Guns podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing? We are joined by returning to the podcast, Mr. Greg Higgs. Hello. It's not like a special guest. Just sort of pops <laughs> back in. <laughs> you, do. you do. It's like, yeah, finally he's back. Well, we've, we've, we've got the new the new breed with all the enthusiasm. So the old cynic that is me can just... <laughs> the old curmudgeon. Yeah, yeah. Sit back, and, uh, sit back and let the new guys... Uh, I say guys, generalisation. I know Kat's not a guy, but, sure. you know. Let them uh, have all the enthusiasm. How have you been the last four weeks? Yeah, it has been that long. Uh, really good. Um, I had some, I basically took some time off for self care and looking after myself. And I've been finding solace in the gym. So, oh. yeah. And not to be conceited, but I'm actually like seeing results and being like, oh, this is what looking after myself looks like. Um, yeah. Nice. Good for you, man. Thank you. I'm glad you finally found Jim. You finally found the one. Hey. Mr. Toby. <laughs> Mr. Toby Anderson. Hey. Hey, man. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I only just made it, didn't I? You did. You've been uh, you've been rushed rush off your feet today. Yeah, I was rushing about making a roast and entertaining family members. Um, we did roast again. I seem to do roasts a lot on a Sunday just before this podcast. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, just got just got here just in time. Nice. Am I part of the old cynics or the new enthusiastics? I think um, I think your enthusiasm for E3 k- kicks you in the uh, the new the new guys. Okay. You've, uh, yeah, yeah, you've always <laughs> you've always been an enthusiastic young pup, as they say. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take. I think I'll take. Yeah, that. yeah okay. sure. Why not? Cheers. Um, I mean, no one's as cynical and conventionally as Greg Hardy. So come on. No, true. You're you're fine. Uh, Miles no, Thompson. Sean's got that naturally as a northerner. True. True. Well, let's see Sean how he's feeling in a minute. Miles Thompson. Hello again. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Just enjoying the football and uh, suffering some hay fever. It's all good. Yeah, some also watching the football. It's terribly boring right now. Yeah, it's not great. It's but not the Holland great. game was the uh, Netherlands game was really good. Yeah, that was a shock. Well, I say it's a shock, but it's not really either. No, no. Czech are surprisingly great, aren't they? At the moment? Yeah, they're pretty solid. And the Netherlands have just looked dodgy for a good while now. So yeah, it wasn't actually that much of a shock when I thought about it. Indeed. Oh man, it's nice to talk football on the uh, podcast. It happens so rarely. <laughs> happens so rarely. Uh, boo, boo, hiss. <laughs> Moving on. Cat. Hi. Hello. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all right, pal. I'm all right. I'm all right. I've got a um, not to be like a moaning martyr, but I have a really bad ulcer, so I'm kind of feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> How are you? Very, very well, thank you. Good. Thank you so much for asking. What? That's what, okay, Ross. For fuck's sake. <laughs> what a lovely person. <laughs> so, so kind. And finally, rounding off the podcast, this jam-packed podcast, where we're all here, finally returning, Mr. Sean Davies. Hiya. Hey, man. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank How's you it much. going? I'm okay. I'm just uh, slightly put out because you always leave me last in this like introduction section. I and do. I always ask you, how are you doing? Mm. And I feel like Kat's just stolen my thunder. That oh, was she comes oh, in, no, she deals it. Oh no. oh no, I'm too enthusiastic. I will be less enthusiastic. Ross, <laughs> no one cares about Sean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. can, can, you, can you care less about Ross's well-being and just let me ask? None of us do. Yeah, just follow, like, okay. just follow the rest of our lead. From well, next week, Ross, I don't give a shit about you. Not caring about <laughs> Ross. Me and Toby had a competition of who would break first and not ask. <laughs> yeah. we, will, uh, we, will, we will break you guys into being cynical old farts like us that just don't want to ask how the other one is i still mm. feel like i'm on the fence totally with this <laughs> i can be no, a cynic toby, one week join us. and enthusiastic the next no toby yeah. 
You so can't jump side. You need to pick then. one. I'm totally in the middle. <laughs> oh. I, I, I vouch for Toby's grouchiness. If you go yeah, back and, it does and happen. read the reviews, right, <laughs> he starts off so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And now, what is it like over a year now? What, since I did a positive review? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Welcome to Finger Guns. Yeah. Yeah. How are you, Ross? I'm good, Dan. Thanks for asking. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, enjoying, the, enjoying the football week. And uh, yeah, I had lots of fun games to play this week. So I'm, uh, I'm feeling very positive. So let's kick off with uh, Game of the Week. Let's try and keep it to one this week. There's a lot of us on. Greg Hicks, your game of the, well, the game of the last four weeks or this week. <laughs> My my recommendation is short and sweet. Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts Two. I oh. had really good fun with that, and I reviewed it quite highly. And I, apparently, I'm the only one on Metacritic that actually liked it because, um, you know, everyone's all like, "It's not as good as AAA," and it's like it's not a AAA game, but it's great fun. And I've got a very powerful sniper rifle that doesn't just go through headshots. Uh, doesn't go through heads. It properly. Has anyone ever seen Scanners? Yes. Or well, that bit in Wayne's where he says, "You know that guy's head in Scanners where it just." yeah that's what it does and i've got a clip i don't i, I kind of want to put it on twitter but i might get told off for it but it's a like 500 meter headshot and his head just goes I'm like Ugh! save that <laughs> but uh yeah no it's a crack it's a cracking game it's right up my street it's stealth it's sniping and some of the shots you get are just so much fun cool man i know um i know pre-release there was some it did look a little dodgy the frame rate was a bit off i assume once you got um, your hands on it, it was pretty good yeah, I never had an issue with it, and there will be eventually a PS5 update for it. Yeah, it's not too far away. Now. It was August, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah, it got it got put back, but um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I haven't the maps are huge, and even even for review, and I was like, oh, cool, there's only five maps, but even the main part of the each map is like it, the the main objectives took mm. quite a while. It is you can go back to them with upgrades and do like challenges, which is like shoot a guy whilst you're on a lift, you know. Uh, melee the target, which is a bit antithetical from the antithesis of sniping, but mm. yeah, it's it challenges you to go back and mess around with it. I mean, almost like Hitman, right? Yeah, sure. Nice. I'm glad it's. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, Toby Anderson, your game of the week. Can I have three? No. <laughs> Just no! Sorry, throw that in. No. All right. Um, I went back in time by 10 years and played Bioshock Infinite over the last two weeks, mm. uh, which was a lot of fun. I, um, I'd only played, I, I got the trilogy on PSN whenever it was on PSN and played Bioshock 1, which was a lot of fun. Avoided Bioshock 2 because I was told it was almost essentially the same thing. Um, and then played Bioshock Infinite just this week. And yeah, it's fantastic. Bioshock Infinite was such a shocker when I, when I first started it, just... Um, you know, when you're going into the the floating city and I was just like, there's a great cult here and it it's all, you know, really interesting politics at the same time. And then I got into the shooting and I thought, this is really good. I'm really, fam really familiar with this. Um, found it more playable than the original Bioshock. Um, and then, yeah, by the time you get Elizabeth there and there's a whole story and it all gets really, really twisty by the end. And I won't spoil anything, but it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I had a really fun sort of 10 hour, you know, just straight through and it was great yeah i think you so can really... spoil a nine-year-old game if you want no to. i shouldn't do that i'm not <laughs> going to do it anyway um but I, I did like the twist it was yeah. i did, didn't really see it coming i mean little bits of it maybe little clues but just not not enough for me to go that's what it'll be 
Um, I was always convinced, um, Greg will remember, I was always convinced when Elizabeth first came out and all of the Bioshock Infinite stuff was first around that she was a little sister from the original Bioshocks. And I was like, she's one of the little sisters grown up. That's oh, what it is. But it never was that. Um, that, that isn't the, uh, the shocker. Who told you that Bioshock 2 was like Bioshock 1? Yeah, me. I'm with Sean. That was Greg. It was a good game. I told, him it, I told him it was shit. And it is. Yeah, there you go. It was Greg. It's fucking brilliant. Well, I've still got it on my on my hard drive. I can still play it. Minerva's Definitely Den, worth playing, I think. Minerva's Den is the DLC, and it is the best part of the entire Bioshock thing. <laughs> All of the games, Minerva's Den is the best part. Okay. Maybe I'll go back and play number two. But I've played one and three now. It was good. It was good. My review was it was good. <laughs> Fair enough. Is it good in a Zack Snyder's Justice League kind of way, or is it good in a no much Final better? Than that. Kind of way? Okay, <laughs> right. You say a lot of things are good. I need to just get a balance. Of okay, cool. Where 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 the good is? Cool, nice one. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite is superb. Uh, Miles, well, who was it? Who was it next? Miles Dobson, your game of the week. So I also kind of uh, went into the past for my game of the week, and mine was XCOM Two, um, a game which I never really gave a fair shout. You freaking nerd. It. Four years ago. Oh, I love it though. It's so good. Um, so I tried to play it four years ago and I got like a quarter of the way through the campaign. And then I had a mission where my entire squad got wiped out completely. And then I just couldn't ever recover from it. And I knew I was going to have to restart the campaign again. And I think at the time I just told it to fuck itself and didn't. Um, so I recently decided to go back to it. And now I'm about three quarters of the way through, I think. Um, and I've played a good dozen or so hours of it recently. And it's just. It's really strategic and tactical and compared to Chivalry 2, which I've been playing a lot of recently, it's like a complete opposite kind of change of pace. Um, but I'd really mm. recommend it. It's, you know, it's really intense. It's kind of pressured. You know, if you screw up, then you absolutely get, you know, blasted on the entire mission. Um, so you've got to like take into account loads of different factors. You're constantly pressured by time. So you have to like do certain missions to stop the aliens building whatever their super weapon thing is. Um, and if you don't do you know, enough tasks quick enough, then the bar fills up. So you're constantly under pressure and you're always on the back foot. Um, but yeah, it's brilliant. I really, really enjoy it. And um, yeah, I haven't played anything particularly new. Um, so it's quite nice to be able to delve back into something I never gave a fair crack originally. I need, I need someone to have played Gears, Tactics and XCOM 2 and to tell me that they're the same. Because if they're the same, then I need to play XCOM 2 as well. Okay. Because okay. I loved Gears, Tactics. It was so much fun. I think they are quite similar from what I remember seeing of Gears Tactics, but I'll I'll have a look at it for you and I'll let you know. Cool. Mars has got an Xbox, do you remember? I know. Yeah. You'll have to have a look at some trailers or something. Yeah. I'll watch some <laughs> gameplay. Tactics first. is yeah. on PC though. I don't even have, I've got like Yeah, have you got a PC that can run it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even think this laptop could run Dungeon Keeper from like the nineteen nineties, to be honest. Uh Kat, your game of the week. Yeah, so I might rip you off from last week and also say Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. The only thing is, great game, great game. Love you, Sony. Great, cool. Um, I seem to be the only person in the whole entire world that has gotten every single bug they've not fixed. I am falling through cliffs. I am going through walls. I'm not having collision. Uh, my script is a minute like behind. So like I'll be like, and I'm going to say the bad before the good. Um, and like I'll be in a boss fight and then I would have finished the boss and they'll be talking at me like I'm still in the boss fight. They'll be like, oh, this is really hard. Oh, I hope you have enough ammo. And I'm like, bitch, we've already done that part. 
we did the part we did that part two minutes ago and yeah so I seem to seem to, I don't know why they've given me like some sort of shady version they're like we don't want her to play the nice version she's not really given very many good reviews on finger gun she's gonna slag it off so I'll give her the bad one um so yeah that's fun that's fun wow. but stunning game absolute stunning game cannot fault that at all mm. really does you know encapsulate everything that is Ratchet and Clank and bring it to 2021 um it has great dynamics I agree with you Ross I think that maybe River could have had a different kind of stuff going on with her but I love it I, I love it I like the third world and I don't care about the bugs they're not grain breaking the script is a bit annoying but I think it's fantastic and I love it I just love the fact that it's the new Ratchet game. Yes, I bet it looks very shiny on your TV as well. When you're on your oh, 4K telly. Doesn't it though? My 4K telly, oh. my PS5 is just oh. like creme de la creme. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the best looking game on PS5 so far, for sure. 100%, yeah. It's absolutely stunning. Absolutely. Highly recommended. Yep. Probably going to be number one until God of War or Horizon. Yeah, go get that platinum. If I can do I'm it, you to. can do it. It's easy. It's oh, yeah, easy. yeah, 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 absolutely. I just need time. Um, uh, but yeah, time on my hands. I need to, you know, go through some rifts and quit your job. Time. We've talked about this. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna, I'll do it. All right, all right, fine. <laughs> and finally, Sean, your game of the week. My game of the week is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ah, uh, yes, congrats on your uh, platinum. Thank you very much. Um, I'm now playing the DLC, the Druids in Ireland part. And that's also very good, but it's like an extension of the main game. I just wanted to talk about like Assassin's Creed in general and the fact that this game had so much potential and didn't really live up to some of it. And that's because Ubisoft really need to figure out how to put all the good stuff in front of players and stop hiding it in stuff that only nerds like me will see. Because there are parts of that game that I know that less than 10% of players have seen because of the trophy statistics. And it's brilliant. Like, genuinely, like, some of the best stuff is hidden in the end game. And it's a bit of a shame because, you know, I think that that's the reason why I think like Call of Duty, sorry, Assassin's Creed for Black Flag is considered the best because the characters were good, the setting was good, but also all the good stuff was put in front of the players. And this game just didn't do that. You know, some of the, like the, the myth, mythical stuff that happens in the uh, dream world. I don't want to kind of spoil it for anyone who's not played it, but there are there are some incredible gameplay elements in that area that you only see if you try to collect everything. And there's like some of the side quests which are better than anything the main quest line has to offer. And it's just really odd that they've chosen to do this. So sort yourself out, Ubisoft. Mm. Um, I know you were a big fan of um, Odyssey as well. How do you compare the two? Oh, night and day. The you know, Odyssey's up there with the best of them. I think okay. both or- Origins and Odyssey were better than um, Valhalla. Um, but I think um, Valhalla had a bit more of a rocky ride to coming to market. So I think you know you can forgive them. It's still a good game. It's just yeah. it's just that it had troubles. How about you? What's your game of the week? Uh, my game of the week is Sea of Thieves, which is something I never thought I'd say, but I've jumped in to the Pirates of the Caribbean content, um, A Pirate's Life, and it's so great to be able to play a rare game again and absolutely love it. They have absolutely knocked this out of the park. I am such a weird one with Sea of Thieves because I'm 
there's always the back of mind. I know that I'll enjoy it, but I play it and some of the mechanics really irritate me, like having to sail absolutely everywhere. I know that's the point because it's a bloody pirate game, but it's so frustrating sometimes because you just want to get to places. And in the way, there could be sharks, there could be krakens, there could be other people on their ships, and you just want to get to a mission. And it's so frustrating and it's still very much part of it. But knowing that I'm going to essentially play the Sea of Thieves that I've always wanted to play, which is a single player narrative driven story. And that's something that Sea of Thieves isn't. You know, it tries to be really, really hard, but it just isn't that. And yet now they've added this new content, the Tall Tales that they call it, and they have absolutely smashed it. I went to Disneyland a couple of years ago for New Year's Eve, and I finally went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And it was so strange because playing this now, leading you into the first tour tale where you first meet Captain Jack, you hear all the music and all the conversations that you'd hear on the Pirates of the Caribbean rise. And it leads you into this incredible world that you find Captain Jack in. And those little attentions to detail, this is free content that they're just throwing into the game. And they have absolutely smashed it. It's tough as balls. I finally found some people to play with. So hopefully that they're going to, probably taking me through this i'm about halfway through now but i'm loving it um it's a little buggy it can get very frustrating and it is difficult because sea of thieves is notoriously difficult um on your own i'm very much a solo player in sea of thieves but now i've got some people to play with i can finally kind of maybe hopefully find my sea legs with this game and uh get into it because i'm really enjoying it and it's by far my favorite xbox exclusive uh that's been released for the last couple of years of the three of the three exactly <laughs> Exactly. And it's taken, what, three and a bit years uh, since CFT has been released for me to thoroughly enjoy it. Um, and so, yeah, and it's free, completely free on Game Pass, completely free if you have Sea of Thieves. Uh, it's fantastic content and it's well worth jumping into, I think. And um, yeah, very, very happy with it. I'm very happy with uh, the upcoming Xbox slate because I think my Xbox is going to get used a hell of a lot more uh, than it currently is. So yeah, Sea of Thieves is great at the moment and well worth checking out, I think. Okay, let's move on to something we haven't done in bloody ages, which is a fastest finger first quiz with all five of us, Sean. Whew, are you ready? <laughs> this will be fun. Yeah. All right, let's hear the buzzers. Let's start with Ross, so you're unmuted. What's your buzzer, Ross? What is my buzzer? I smell oil. Right, okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> If you could all do that, just pick something that I could only associate with you. So Oily Sonic, I would associate with Ross. That's fine. I smell oil. Love it. <laughs> Toby, what's yours? Uh, right at this moment, I've got a moped going off like really loud next to my house. Uh, mine is this. Oh, it was really, slow, really quiet. There we go. That's better. Thank you. Greg? Ouch. What the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like... Homo Sonic. <laughs> no, it's not Sonic. Play it again for me. Hang on, I need to be in my mic. Ouch! I don't know. Tell me what it says. Resident Evil. It's when Richard gets, well, he's been bitten by the snake. <laughs> yes. wow. It's the whole soundboard as well. And he's like, hang on. Um, there's, there's... Be careful. Ouch! <laughs> Great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a character I can't remember and I hate as well? It's the guy that's been bitten by the snake and you've got to get in the serum from like three doors down. Okay. Uh, Miles? My memory's terrible. What's yours? Did you catch that? I did not. Nope. Tell me again. Try it again. Hello there. 
Oh, yeah, nice. fair enough. Um, you're going to need to say that in a game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not game related, Miles. Go. Wait, wasn't I a dinosaur the first time? <laughs> it's true. And Kath, what are you? Oh, God, not again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this then. 20 questions starting now. Question one. According to Nintendo, what is Mario and Luigi's favourite food? I smell oil. Greg. Meatballs? Incorrect. Ross? Pizza? Incorrect. Oh. Toby? Pasta. I'll take it to spaghetti. Uh, you know spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, yeah, but you said fucking just meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say spaghetti, and then Greg said meatballs, so I was like, oh, no, it can't be that, then. You also were on mute as well, so it wouldn't have made any difference. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. well. <laughs> Top tip okay. as you mean to go on, cat. Top tip for a fastest finger first quiz, stay off mute. It's okay, I'm bad at quizzes, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, question... Two, in which video game series can you find the catch a ride system? Hello there. I think that was Greg. Uh, Borderlands. Correct. Catch a ride. Yeah, I tried not to say it's goddamn. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question three. What color are Spyro the Dragon's eyes? Whoa. Greg. Green. Incorrect. Ooh. Now, I'm pretty sure there was just like noise after that. So, <laughs> cat double buzzed. Okay, then cat, cat. Um, you just aspired the dragon, so I'd assume I knew it. And then you said his eye color. Oh, <laughs> um, um, blue. Incorrect. Fuck. Anyone wants a buzz? Where am I? Ross? I smell. I pressed the wrong oil. button. Uh, brown? Incorrect. Uh, Movie. Orange. Incorrect. What the hell? <laughs> Miles, it's up to you. Black. No. No. <laughs> Are they purple like the rest of him? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That would be so really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Could have had that, but I thought that was wrong. I thought that couldn't be right. I, yeah, I thought that as well. I was Same like, it can't be purple all over. It? That's silly. That, oh. was my, that was my ridiculously easy question for the entire question. <laughs> okay. Threw us all off. Question four. In Batman Arkham City, who does Batman first save Catwoman from? I smell oil. Greg. Two face. Correct. God damn it. Damn it, Greg. It's too fast. Question five. Which gaming character is famous for wielding the Blades of Chaos? I smell oil. Greg. Kratos. Correct. Fuck. <laughs> Question six. What game is this quote from? What is a man? A measurable pile of secrets. Greg. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Correct. The rest of us just stop. Shall we just quit the quiz? Shall we just come back when Greg's answered it all? <laughs> Question seven. In Fortnite Battle Royale, what colour is associated with mythic loot items? I smell oil. Greg. Gold. Correct. Fuck Fucking hell. Okay. Question eight. What was the first non-cards-based game to come free as part of the Windows operating system? 
I smell oil. Ross? Uh, my super? Correct. Well done. Oh, one. I'm on the board. I gonna, I I'll take it. Pinball, so, uh, yeah. uh, question nine. What is the highest selling game of all time? I smell oil. Ross? Oh, God. Wii Sports? Incorrect. Cat? Uh, is, is it not Grand Theft Auto 5? It's not. Oh, well, fuck me. Uh, Toby? <laughs> uh, I'm going for Tetris. Incorrect. I did actually. Miles? Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I didn't hear yours at all. Oh, right. I'm honest. Go on, let Miles go first. It's fine. Miles? Oh, my, mine's been said. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Grand Theft Auto 5. Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> oh, good one, Miles. Well done. That was really yeah. good. Okay, great. It's up nice. to you then to get um, this right. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking San Andreas. Incorrect. Well, it's, it's going to be one of Grand Turismo's, isn't it? It's Minecraft. Oh, fucking Fuck, Minecraft. of course it is. Really? Fucking Minecraft. Fuck Minecraft. God. Okay, question 10. Which famous <laughs> musician created the end credit song Hope for the Future for the game Destiny? I smell oil. Ross? Paul McCartney. Correct. Although I'm tempted to give you half a point because you didn't call him sir. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't 11. deserve it. Question 11. Adelbert Steiner, Zidane Tribal. Um, Greg? Final of Axie 9. Correct. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was in there first. <laughs> well, you weren't. But not fast enough. <laughs> yeah, but this question hadn't been not, finished, Greg. Not first enough. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely second. Not first yeah. enough is the, the, the <laughs> subtitle of this episode. First place loser. Okay. Question 12. Which video game character wields a pair of semi-automatic pistols called Ebony and Ivory? Cat. Uh, mm. No, it's okay. Pass. Uh, Miles? Dante. Correct. Finally, got one. Question 13. What is the name of the only game made by Ubisoft in the Toys to Life genre? I smell oil. Ross? Starlink Battle for Atlas. Correct. Three. Yay. Question 14. What is the name of the studio that developed A Plague Tale Innocence? I smell oil. That was all noise. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I smell oil. Okay. (laughs) Ross? A Sobo. Correct. Everyone buzzed. I, did, at the same I didn't time. even have the answer. I just buzzed. I just want to be involved. <laughs> Question 15. What series is this quote from? A strong man doesn't need to read the future, he makes his own. Ouch. Toby? <clears throat> These two sound effects together is just. Mass Effect is, is not correct. Um, Greg? Metal Gear Solid? Correct. Toby's got the. Damn fun- it. Damn it, my alert. <laughs> Just like, what the hell? He's talking to Autogon at the end. Okay, question 16. The developer behind which video game series recently announced his retirement from vid- video games oh. after his... Cat? It is the... Um, oh, it's the guy who made Fri- um, Friday Night at Freddy's. Freddy's at Friday Night... Whatever the bloody game is called. Freddy, yeah, he's called Friday Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> his name is like Sam Fafara or something... Something like that. All right, Kate, you can stop. I'm giving you the point. Yes! Yes! What? She didn't get the name. Shut up, Greg. (laughs) Sit down. We know you've won. Okay? (laughs) 
So next time Sean says something, I'm gonna go uh, a game. Can I have that? For, uh... <laughs> Listen, I gave you every acronym other than the actual. I've had Freddy's at five nights. Five nights at Freddy. <laughs> Freddy having a night at five. None of those are necessary. You need the name <laughs> of the, the guy. It's gonna say none of those answer the question. <laughs> I'm Miles. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm a girl. It was close. Can't enough. fucking play that. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was close enough. Sam Fa 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 Fa. Yeah. I still don't know his name. Stan Falafel, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, Sam Falafel. He made Sam Falafel. Well, that's yeah. why Freddy's at night. <laughs> How many Freddy's did he do? I got too excited. Exactly. I got listen, Freddy vibes. listen, I got too excited. I got too anxious. And it all came out once. Leave me alone. <laughs> I got a point. <laughs> Question 17. In which Nintendo game series would you find King DDD? I smell oil. Greg. Kirby. Stop what? fucking saying my name with such weary resignation. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Question. for having knowledge. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Question 18. The original Motorstorm game took place in which country? Greg? Africa? Incorrect. No, it's not. Really. Toby? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad to watch that too. Can he have a point for saying he doesn't know? No. It's that islands, all the islands, the desert and the sand yeah, and, yeah, and, the, and Africa, the apocalypse and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaii? No, the first game is set. Has anyone else got a, got a guess? Before? Well, we might as well just all guess a country. Let's just guess like Austria. <laughs> Canada. Close. America. America is correct. Well, I, I don't get the point for that because I thought. But why is America? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Toby, with your correct answers. <laughs> Question 19. Finish off the name of this Mega Drive classic World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse and Greg. Donald Duck. Correct. And question 20. The T51 carbine. The needler and the energy sword. Oh, I smell oil. I, 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 I smell. I smell. I smell. I smell. I smell. I smell. Oil. Halo. Halo. Are all weapons from on which video game? I just change it around. Change it at the end. It should be are all not in this game. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've all buzzed too early. Anyone who's answered gets disqualified. Well done, Greg. Thanks. <laughs> what did you get? Ten. Oh, I'm not even going to bother. Carrying I'm sure you got 10. more than the rest of us know. combined and then doubled. I'm not going to fucking play anymore. Okay. You guys One, are going to be dicks two, about it. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Greg got right. half the questions right. Well, <laughs> way there. Uh, well, oh, I'm better than all of you. You've been working out his finger in the gym. That's what it is. Fingering at the gym. <laughs> Stop Fing- finger day. <laughs> Don't miss finger day. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, no. I'm taking my brain and I'm going home. <laughs> I come in? Did, did I do second there, Sean? I think oh, with, you, you, with your you two all, points. Did you get I two? Four, actually. <laughs> you all weren't first enough. That's all that you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either first or your last. Well, congratulations, Greg. Two. Welcome back. Thanks. Welcome. I'm gonna go now. No, we've got to do some news now. Oh fuck it. Yeah, you might like this week's news, though. Oh, all right. A lot of it's Greggy Central. Uh, right then, let's start with. Have I got barrels for you? Which Sony first party is getting some DLC? I don't know. Do tell. 
I couldn't think of anything um, funny to say then. I, I think you're getting a Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is correct. Rumoured to be called Ghosts of Ikishima. Um, it's rumoured to be a standalone, very much in the vein of Mars Morales and The Lost Legacy. And it's due to be revealed at a Sony event in the next couple of months. Who out there wants to play some more Ghosts of Tsushima? I'll take it to Greg. Not, as soon as you said the word standalone, like Lost Legacy and Mars Morales, my boner just drooped. I'm like, oh, I don't want to fucking pay for an ad, like, for a separate game. Just chuck it in the game. Mm-hmm. Chuck it in as part of a PS5 update. I want to pay 30 quid to play one small percentage of the island. I was it mugged off with Marvel Morales, to be honest. Not over that bit of pill. Even though I got it on a PlayStation, I'm like, all right, I'm going to play it. But yeah, I kind of want to because Tsushima is a good game. But yeah, mm. when you say like those comparisons, it's just like, oh. But it'll be good, though. I know it'll be good. Fair. So you'd rather it be a kind of packed in DLC rather than... Yeah, kind of, I mean, not necessarily free, but when it's just like, oh, here's a here's a new standalone version, you know that the price is going to go up. It's going to be, like, what was Mars Morales? 40, 50 on top, you know, compared to the normal 70 of PS5 games? Yeah, yeah, it was 50 on PS5. Yeah, I mean, I got it for 50 as part of my bundle, but it's just mm. like, you could have bought, you could have made that 20 quid DLC. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll play it in time. Uh, Topes, what do you reckon to this? Um, yeah, I'm I'm more psyched than Greg sounds. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that you, surprise surprise. It's not hard. <laughs> We're starting at zero again. Um, I yeah, I, I I found this the other day and I thought that sounded pretty cool. Um, it's a different island, so Ghost of Ikishima um, should be a different island. So in a way that Miles Morales was a bit of a ripoff, and I agree that you kind of got the same city. It wasn't so that wasn't much fun. Um, the this one should be a different island, a smaller island maybe, but uh, a different island to explore. And um, it's also historically pretty accurate because the Mongols did invade Ikishima at the same time as they in- invaded um, Tsushima. So it makes sense for this to be a sort of bridging game, if you will, like 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 they're talking about Miles Morales being a bridging game to you know Spider-Man Two. This would be a bridge to you know the proper Ghost of Tsushima Two. Um, however that actually goes down and wherever that is historically set as well yeah. so I like the sound of it yeah I'd, I'd definitely play more me and Greg got into the multiplayer of Ghosts of Tsushima which is rare that I get into any multiplayers um, so yeah I, I'm I'm pretty psyched sounds good uh, cool uh, Sean where did you get with Ghosts of Tsushima and would you like to see some extra content coming to it I, I enjoyed what I played of it I didn't really get that far into it, to be honest. It was just one of those games that fell by the wayside because of too many reviews to do. So I am always intending on going back to it. So kind of kind of excited about the fact that it is going to be... I know that Greg just wasn't excited about it, but I'm excited about the fact that it's standalone because I think Lost Legacy was a, a really great idea to basically give the team something small to work on that will last, you know, a couple of hours and and put together really decent games. So um, if they, they're following that concept, not so much Miles Morales, but I mean, you know, Lost Legacy was great. You know, it was possibly the best Uncharted stuff outside of 4 and 2. So, you know, I'm excited for it. So I'll, I'll give it a go whenever it comes out because I'll probably end up playing Ghost of Shima next after Assassin's Creed. So, yeah. Cool. Fair enough. Have you started Russia yet? I have, I have. Um, nice. I'm not really gelling with it, but that's something for another time, I think. Okay, interesting. Uh, Miles, did you play Ghost of Tsushima? 
I actually played it really recently. I think Sushima, I played it. Sushima, I still can't say it right. Sushima. Sushima. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I played it a couple of months ago, I think now. And I really enjoyed it, actually. Played it all the way through. I also got quite into the online mode, played quite a bit of that. Um, and I think like Sean has mentioned, I think if it's more like The Lost Legacy, I'll be really down for more because it's one of those games that I would quite happily jump into because I really enjoyed the combat system. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it with the story, though, because you've kind of defeated the big bad by the end. So I don't know quite how that's going to work, but hopefully they'll pull something Just throw in there. another general who was at a head of another set of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it might not another be Another Mongol general. Be simple. Yeah, but I think it'll. I think they'll obviously pull something out of the bag for it. So yeah, I think I'm pretty keen on it, depending on the price. Just, um, I think you just spoil it for Sean as well. What the big bad dies at the end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! That is quite a spoiler. Damn. Damn! I hadn't seen that one coming. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> but is it that Jin became so bad by the end? Ooh. Could be someone else that, that he died, took. That it? he took the Soul Edge and became Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Wow. Um, Cap, final word on Ghost. Have you played it? Uh, no, it's on my radar. It's definitely my type of game. I've just not played it yet. It's just one of those things. Um, I'm off for standalone games. I do agree with Greg, though. I don't think it should be up to the kind of price of fifty quid. I really enjoyed Miles Morales, but I think that, yeah, I. I uh, I mean, what can you say? I think it's a great idea. And I think it's, so, you know, it's good to kind of satiate yourself if you finish the game and you kind of are craving a little bit more and you don't want to wait four years for the next one to come out. I can completely understand that. And that's exactly how I felt with the Frozen Wilds. It was amazing. But that was more DLC and it was only seven pounds. So, yeah, I think, you know, if it's good and it's cheap, then do it. But if it's going to be the same price as a base game for much less hours, then meh. But it's a very beautiful game. So I think it's... that'll do great. If you want some motivation, uh, Chris Howard has got the platinum on Ghost. That has given me motivation. Yeah. So yeah, so I'll be, I'll be playing. I mean, it if soon. Chris can do it, anyone can do it. I've pretty got, much, pretty easy I, I've got the platinum on it as well. Yeah, it's actually quite an easy plat. There you go, Chris. Thank I know you. you're listening to this. Easy yeah. plat. Well done. Good for you. Haha. <laughs> well, yeah, well, well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well done, Chris. Good for you, Chris. <laughs> well done, Chris. You played a game that isn't FIFA. Well done. <laughs> Bravo, sir. <laughs> uh, he's currently playing Watch Dogs Legion and uh, enjoying it a lot. Um, he also right. defending, is he also defending Matt Hancock as well because he's a massive Tory lover? What? Hi, Chris. What are you doing, Chris? <laughs> anyway, no. let's move on, shall we? Um, what game reveal has been delayed until August? And not Silent Hills. Not Silent Hills. Now, this is what <laughs> I wanted to get your opinion on because um, a lot of this kicked off last week. I don't know if you paid any attention to it or caught any of it. Caught bits of it, yeah. But um, what do you think? Would you like to see a Kojima-related Silent Hill game? Uh, I'd like to see Metal Gear Solid get reworked as well. But um, would you like to see Silent Hills in, I guess. in the list of things that were never going to happen? Yeah, I mean, Silent Hills have potential, but I think there's been so many games now that have taken that mold and run with it. I think by the time it came out, everyone will go, oh, this game's already done this. I think that the moment's lost for a quote unquote Silent Hill, but the look of this one, this abandoned thing, does look quite good. Hmm. But there's not much to go on to it. And the fact that the director of the studio had to come out and say, I'm not Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yeah. I think it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone everyone was the the whack. No, what was the um when he came out of Death Stranding as as Joe Kim something or other, wasn't it? Oh, that's the right, bandage yeah. on his head. No, that was for um Phantom Pain, sorry, but the Moby Dick studio and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of we we piled through it last week and it's everything's pointing at a Kojima related thing. Hmm. Um, because this is what he does, isn't it? When he reveals his small yeah. games, he leaves little trinkets and stuff. Um, 
breadcrumbs. Exactly. Um, Toby, what do you uh, reckon to this? Do you think this is still Silent Hills now that the uh, now no, that I've seen the face of this man? <laughs> no, I, I didn't think it was Silent Hills before. So I think when we were talking about it last week, I verged on the side of it not being Silent Hills. Yeah. Stand by that still. Um, the only thing that really that, that makes me pause is that there's this whole reveal app and i'm like what what indie studio has a reveal app you know how big how big are you really to have mm. that app thing and now it's been delayed i mean that's you know it, what does that mean is there is there was it bigger is, is it bigger than we thought it was going to be I, I don't know there's lots of sort of strange questions but i'm not one who believes in all the conspiracy questions like you know the trees spelt out pt and things <laughs> like that i just think that's all going a little bit too far do you know what I mean? But some of it's really funny and really interesting. But yeah, it's it's the app bit that makes me think it's bigger than just your average indie. Yeah, and the Kickstarter, which failed because which, they got an investment. Yeah, which stopped abruptly. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Sean, have you been following this? What do you, what do you what's your take on the whole abandoned situation? I did. I, I listened to last week's podcast and just thought to myself, no, please no, because this this is just an indie game. This is just a small studio of guys that are doing the best to get their name out. And they, you know, some people started to put two and two together and they flirted with it and they courted it. And now it's all blown up in their face and they now have to try and deliver something which was probably better than they ever possibly considered. And that last video of this guy, he looks fucking terrified of what's happening with this game. It's because uh, Kojima's off camera pointing a gun to his head. No, he's a, he's, it, a CG, he's a CGI head, according to the last rumours. Oh, like, like the um, like the Sony deepfakes that were on the um, you know the E three thing last year. We didn't think they were real, did we? <laughs> no, you didn't think those were real. <laughs> I was like, the crackers. CGI on their faces are is amazing. Yeah, bring us into your, uh, your paranoia. <laughs> yeah, I we just said I wasn't in this conspiracy. I was in the I was in the Sony one all by you, myself. You've learned, yeah. This 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 happens every year. I mean, I don't know if you saw about the story that I reported on the website about the unnamed horror game, which was like, it, it was a Twitter account which posted really cryptic videos and it followed Kojima, it followed Konami. It only followed a handful of accounts and it was trying to point out that it was going to be Silent Hills. And it wasn't at all. It was just a, an indie horror game. And these guys are doing, because anyone can put an app on, on the PS Store. Anyone can. You know, if you want to build an app and put it on there, you can do. And these guys are doing their best to get a game that probably isn't going to be like all that as much publicity as possible. You know, there's going to be a lot of people pissed off when this isn't Silent Hills, but also quite a few of those people are going to be like, huh, okay, this isn't too bad. So, I mean, good on them for stirring up like a storm in a teacup, but Let's all just rein in our expectations because this isn't going to be Sound Hills. This isn't going to be, you know, the the revolutionary horror game that everyone's kind of pointing it out to be. It's going to be a horror game from a small indie studio that's got some money. So we'll see how it goes. If you want Silent Hills, play Visage. Yes. That game's fucking terrifying. It really is. I can't play it. There's <laughs> only so many times you could be spooky stabbed by a ghost old lady before you go, nope. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Plus, Kojima's remaking Metal Gear Solid anyway with Sony, so I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, Lord. Uh, Miles Cat, have you got anything to add? What, what do you reckon to this latest update? 
Yeah, not much more to add than what's been said, to be honest. I think Sean's put a lot of it into a logical perspective um, and probably dampened down my optimism for it. But I think it is a fair, fair thing. I I think it has been kind of overblown. But I think a small, tiny part of me still hopes, you know, still hopes that something may come of it and Kojima might be involved somehow. Um, it could just be another elaborate ruse and then he does it again. But no, I think it isn't going to end up being exactly as Sean said. But it's nice to dream sometimes. Imagine how excited you're going to be when it comes out to be Silent Hill. To be honest, even if they just announce a Metal Gear remake, I'll be fucking ecstatic with that. So I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> Kat, sorry, I interrupted you there. No, 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 no. I was going to, I haven't got really anything to add more than just it. Sean kind of makes an excellent point that it's a great marketing strategy if it isn't anything to do. But equally, if people are, people are cretins, aren't they? Like, not, not everybody, but you know, you go on Twitter and you go on, you know, and there will be some people that might give this small indie company a lot of hate because they'll be like, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. And I hope that they don't do that because actually people put their hearts and souls into making games and actually, what a cracking marketing strategy. You know, you've got your name mm. out there. If you are not, if you're not associated with Kojima, this isn't Silent Hill. Um, you know, how great to get your name out there and be that company that was like, oh, that was that company. And actually, it might end up being a really good game. And then, you know, so yeah. I hope that in on the flip side, you know, if it definitely, definitely isn't, which, you know, it probably isn't, that, you know, they don't get hate for that because actually I think it's really clever. But, <laughs> but mm. if it isn't, that's clever. But if it is, then then it's, if it is, and I think they'll look a bit silly because, you know, you can only deny something so many times. And if it actually does turn out to be like, you know, Toby was saying that app and, you know, they say, oh, well, we're not, we're not related to, you know, it's not related to him, but he did do X, Y, and Z for us. Then I think that's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like playing with fire a little bit, but yeah. 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 Well, we shall see in August. People are cretins. Uh, well, not everyone. Yes. That's yeah. my quote of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cap, 2021. <laughs> Uh, right then, um, which established IP in inverted commas is coming back at EA Play Live? Dead Space. Dead Space. Now, is Mars, it? I know you're very excited about this. Um, absolutely loved the first two games. The second one was fine. Yeah. It was okay. Oh, sorry, the third one was shit. Oh yeah, sorry, third one. Yeah, third one just wasn't good at all. It was it's like it was playable, but it just wasn't. I didn't play it in co-op. I played it single player, and it was just kind of meh. But the first two absolutely adore them. And if there is any more dead space coming into my life, as long as they recapture it properly, because it's not going to be the original team. It's not going to be visceral. Was it visceral? It was wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, who made the obviously originals? And I just hope that they recapture it as it was, or in that same kind of atmosphere, and don't shift. Have you too heard much. the? Uh the rumor what's the rumor about apparently being first person oh no which is basically doom oh okay. <laughs> doom 3 isn't it that will that will dampen me down copying resident evil by going first mm-hmm. person yeah mm-hmm. um, obviously none of this is confirmed yet um no. we probably won't know until the actual ea event uh, next month but um it's said to be in development by ea motive the guys that made uh star wars squadrons and um has been backed up by uh gamatsu and Eurogamer. So we shall see. Does that fill anyone with confidence <laughs> that they made squadrons? Squadrons is good. Yay. Um, was good. Yeah. Yeah. I gave up on squadrons good. after about three missions. Yeah, I didn't finish board. it, but I saw the potential there. And I really, that's that's the game that would make me want to have VR. Mm. For sure. I'll say it can be sick. Yeah. Um, Greg, the potential of a new Dead Space, does that excite you? Uh, no. Um, of course it doesn't. <laughs> what, what am I thinking? Right. Need, your, need your reaction to say no to everything. Well, I, I share the same sort of um, opinion as Miles. Like, I absolutely love the first one. Got platinum. Uh, platinum. Um, what's the thing on Xbox called? Thousand Jesus. 
Yeah, thousand score. Yeah, score. That's the one. I got all, all thousand points in it. Which because I said to my friend, I've done the impossible mode, and he went, "Well, it's not possible then, is it?" <laughs> I was like, cheers for shitting on my buzz. <laughs> um, and then two came out, and it was like, "Yep, cool. Bit more traversal. The you know the, the free floating was cool, and all that kind of jazz." And then the third one just shit the bed with one unified weapon ammo type so there was never any scarcity you know his co-op which just co-op diminishes horror anyway it's like and a grenade launcher very... wasn't there as well that just ripped everything apart yeah yeah it was just a bit wank and then um I, I, like i said it's been snowballed or mothballed since 2013 um and yeah fine but if, if it does come out and they retain what the first one did then fine that'd be amazing like next gen um limb decapitation would be the tits but mm. we'll see did you play um, hardcore on Dead Space 2? Uh, we only get three saves. Yeah. Yes, I got very near the end and died and then he threw my pad out the window. Honestly, oh my God, that I was really wanted savage. to unlock that foam finger though. <laughs> it's so good, can confirm. He goes, yes, he goes, pew, and Yeah, then... he goes, bang! And then everything just dies in front of him, everything. So annoyed. Well, we shall see. Uh, Sean, what's your view on Dead Space? Are you looking forward to possibly a new re- entry in the series? I am. I heard about this before E3. I'd, I'd been. Is this um, one of your secrets? This this was something I'd heard whisperings about uh, <gasps> prior to E3, and everything sounds great. Um, it's. I think EA have learned a lesson with a couple of their games. You know, you look at um, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That I think they realise that they can actually sell games and make money without sticking shitloads of microtransactions in them. So we shall see. Um, I hope they go that way without trying to rinse them like they did with three because yeah. that killed it. So I'm sure. I'm I'm positively brimming with pride that this might the series might be coming back and Ooh. we might be getting skate in the same day, you know. So wow. skate four on this could be a fucking great show. Oh, skate four. I've played skate three recently and next gen skate will be so good. This EA play is gonna be really good, I can feel it. I think we're better than last year's when we were up at 1am doing a podcast reaction to it. Fuck me, that was bad <laughs> shit. Why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> I'm quitting right now. <laughs> yeah. 16 oh, listens God. that one got. 16. Totally worth it. So fucking worth it. Jesus. Um, Kat, what are you, uh, what's your Dead Space history? How we know my history with survival horror games. Sure. I don't fancy having pissy pants for you know a couple of hours so it's a hard no from me okay fair enough (laughs) but uh yeah i mean if it comes back feel free to stream me play it i'm happy to provide all entertainment for everybody Um, so yeah but yeah other than that it's not my thing because i don't want to pee myself that's fair that's fair that's a fair review you can give a review as well see that right at the end there you go (laughs) did pee 10 out of 10 you know and finally, uh, I'm not quite sure how to. Oh, you've missed it. something, which is that didn't the um the guys? I was just as a part of that same story. Okay. The um the guys from Visceral, they've they've left obviously, and they've formed their own studio. So the thing we saw last year, I'm more excited for that. The Callisto Protocol. Oh yes. Chris has been working on. Yeah. Yeah. So that one looks far. Well, it's not Dead Space, is it? It's not Dead Space, but it could be as close as you know as anything could be. Um, that looked gory and awesome and atmospheric and really cool in that cinematic trailer. I know we haven't seen game- gameplay yet, but I'm more psyched for that right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, finally, 
I'm not quite sure how to put this into question. Um, what does Sony hopes? What does Sony hope outsells the PS4? The non-existent PS5. The PS5. Shocking! Absolutely no one. Uh, Sony is expecting the PS5 to outsell the PS4 in its first fiscal year, which is would be fun if they expected the Switch or something. Yeah, yeah, they probably <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, uh, the the PS4 would have to sell seven million units by April 2021, which signifies at the end of the fiscal year. Um, Sean, you wanted to throw this one in. Do you think Sony are on the way to beating that? I I don't know, but th- this is why I want to talk about it because. That seems insane. Yeah. The PS4 was like, they, they boasted about it being the fastest console launch. And it feels like no one can get hold of a PS5. Mm. It's just like, uh, they keep boasting about, you know, they're going to sell all this. And then I'm just, I mean, obviously there's there's, there's desire for people to buy one, but to, to beat the PS4's rate in the first mm. year, that's bonkers. Yeah, I went into uh, Game Taunton um, this week. Uh, just curiously ask them what their next-gen situation is, and they've got one Xbox Series S. And that's it. And that's all they've had for two weeks. So we still, can't, we still can't go into a store and buy these things. No. That's, it's yeah. insane. It's, it's just, you know, every, every of the big mainstream news sites has a constant story, which is PS5 restock. Argos, very blah blah blah. They've all got that on the front pages of their mm. websites, and it's like obviously there's desire, but can Sony make that money between now and April? Like, I mean, who knows? Not not with the um, circuit board, you know, and materials shortage that they're having as well, because that's affecting them. That's affecting you know Tesla cars and Microsoft and everyone. You can't build the machines because they haven't got what they need to build them. It's just, I don't understand why they would put out financials saying, this is how many we're going to sell if they know they can't make that many. And if they think they're going to sell that many, then, you know, this whole, you know, consoles are dying, et cetera. And they must have something big up, up their sleeve to try and get these sales because I think, yeah, there is people that really want a PS5, but like, how do they expect to sell that many? Because if you think, how many was it? 56, sorry, how many How many million was it they were going to try and sell? Um, they said they need to sell over 7 million in the first year, first fiscal year. That's like, it's it's like a, a tenth of what the PS4 sold in the first year. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's hmm. just, it's obnoxious. It's like, that's a massive number to sell. And it's, I just don't know how they're going to do it. Mm. I, mean, I can't see him doing it to be fair according to The Verge Sony have sold 7.8 million PS5 consoles so far um, which is from April 2021 don't know how accurate those numbers are um, but there's a chance that it may have already happened but then this is the first first year over time do you think it'll sell I mean the PS4 has it cleared 100 million yet I think it has I mean, yeah. I, well, weren't we talking about it a few weeks back and we said it's something like 110, 112 million, something like that? Oh, we talked about it before because we said about 100 odd million users. Um, yeah, you wouldn't want to leave Paul, them behind. Paul was being a penis about it, going, oh, well, why don't they release this game on the PS5? And it's like, because 110 million PS4 users don't equate to 110 million PS5 users. And he was like, well, it should. And yeah. I remember that quite well. <laughs> <laughs> he was—he didn't get. It was about cyberpunk. That's right. 
Because he was like, oh, fuck it. Why don't I just release it on PS5 instead? Like a month before release. Yeah. <laughs> so the PS4 has sold 115.9 million. Okay. It must have been about 112 because we were talking about it in December. Yeah. Makes sense. So I guess the aim is for the PS5 to sell even more than that, but it's off to a... I mean, if it's sold like close to 8 million already, I guess it's off to a good start. But yeah, until until Joe Bloggs can just walk into game and pick one up, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that for a while. I mean, 20% opinion. of that is scalpers just sitting on yeah. them in warehouses. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's one thing selling the consoles, but people don't actually have them. It's just people scalping them all the time anyway. The, um, the street price has gone down quite a bit. So they used to, you know, they were 800 to 900,000 pounds, weren't they? The, the, the average is now about 700 pounds. I saw so a disc-based one in CEX today for 600. So they've obviously lowered yeah. their prices a bit. Yeah. The average is a bit above that, but it's like 600 to 700, that sort of area. Man, that first month, you could take a disc PS5 into CEX and get 600 pounds off them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely bonkers. This guy was this girl is getting really brave as well. I don't know if you've seen that they're just like replying to, like every time Sony tweets about the PS5, you've got all these girls like, hey, are you off to a PS5? I've got one for sale. And he's the same guy just trying to sell to like 100 different people or replying <laughs> to Sony's replies. You're like, yeah. come on, man. You're doing it right under the nose. Come on. It's not great. Yeah. There's probably, uh, I imagine there's probably some scalpers that are still sitting on a fair few PS5s. But- yeah. <laughs> sitting yeah. there doing very little you can yeah, see I mean, them on ebay it just take two seconds you can see them all they're just sitting there i, I genuinely mm. can't wait until they're they sony produce enough so that anyone can get one at a price and they've got to sell it for a loss yeah that will make my life yep. when that happens <laughs> well there you go uh let's move on then to our favorite things and this week uh we're doing our favorite bad game um i thought this would be quite fun to talk about games that we love but nobody else does. And there's probably going to be some uh, some rather uh, fun conversations here. So I'm going to start with uh, Sean. What is your favorite game that everyone else despises? Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> oh, we're starting strong. Um, I know that this game is garbage. <laughs> like I'm playing it <laughs> and I I can I can see. You know, everything breaking in front of me. I can see cars flipping out of nowhere when the game is actually working and isn't crashing. You know, I'm not having the best time with it. But also, when it is working and when when things are working as it should, and I, I swear, if you follow that yellow line exactly around that game, you'll have a great time with it. It's just a sandbox that doesn't want you to do anything apart from where the waypoint is sending you. So... When you're doing that, it's a fun game. You know, I had a lot of fun with parts of that game. <laughs> like really small parts. <laughs> I had fun with some of it. <laughs> there was there were small chunks. You know, I, I stuck with it and, and managed to get the platinum trophy in it, having cleared the entire thing, the map, and just had, you know, some of the side quests were, were fun, you know. Some of the characters were great. I know the game is utter trash. But I, I can still say that I had a, a decent enough time with that game. <laughs> wow, many, you can't even keep a straight face then. <laughs> How many hours did you clock in it then after clearing it completely? Not many, because like the math was, I'd, I'd done a lot of stuff while I was 
like out and about. So I think it was like 80, 90 hours. Wow. I mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it by any means. But, you know, my favorite part was Judy Alvarez. That that entire kind of storyline was was fantastic, like I said last week. Um, see, I didn't see much yeah. of Judy because I was a male V. Uh, so I was, I was Pan Am. And um, yeah, that was... Oh, Pan Am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did your erection go back up again there, yeah. Greg? Because <laughs> you said it went limp earlier. Oh, I'm glad you paid attention to me talking about my dick. Just making sure well, your dick's all right. I'm glad someone cares. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone cares about my dick. Anyway, <laughs> not sure how to follow that. Someone else go now. Uh, Greg, what's your favourite game that everyone hates? Mine, um, it's going to sound like pretentious and I'm deliberately sort of like hate baiting, but um, Hatred. I actually really enjoy it. You know, oh, it got, yeah. it got oh. loads of shit for being like spree killing and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, hang on, we've got Postal. Why are we giving so much crap about Hatred? Was that the twin stick shooter one that was like ultra yeah. lord cutscene at the beginning? Yeah, the guy yeah, the yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what my name is. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Um, yeah, really, really, really quite enjoy it. Uh, it's quite hard unless, well, unless you crank it down too easy, obviously. But, but yeah, get get old Johnny Trenchcoat's pretentious levels of um, gloom out of the way. It's actually quite good fun. It just reminds me almost of the old GTAs, like the the sort of because I know Toby hates using the word isometric when it's not, but this kind of is. Um, not quite top down. It's not quite isometric, but it. Hey, if you're using it properly, I've got no problem. It's almost pretty much isometric, but I don't know exactly how levels of angle it is. But um, yeah, it just reminds me of old GTA, which again was spree killing with submissions. But this is just go nuts, get a combo. It reminds me a bit like um, did anyone ever play the club? It was a Sega game on the three on the. Yes. PS3. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's a bit like that. Like the idea is just rack up points, have fun. All right, some of the curbs, curb stomping gets a bit samey after a while like you get desensitized to it i don't understand all the uproar but yeah it's it's a it's it's a bad game because it's rated badly not because it's technically bad mm. but people just love to hate hatred and i picked it up for three quid on um some steam key site and it's good fun it's currently sitting at 43 on metacritic there we go yeah but does anything actually say anything about the gameplay or it's probably all like oh it's too edgy it's shit but it's actually it's it's a comp now it's been packed like upgrade as well. It's actually a very competently fun game. Mm. Games TM said it is without a point. It fires its user around aimlessly and manages to hit nothing. They didn't play it very well, <laughs> did they? <laughs> Just so it's it was like Games TM. Yeah. Yeah. I like them normally, but that's just that's the we didn't play enough of this to review it type. <laughs> yeah, it feels certainly feels that way. Yeah. Uh, Sean, sorry, I interrupted you. I was just going to say that that game, that, I mean, that a lot of the negative sentiment came from because there was like a massive outrage about the content Yeah. before it came out. And it was like a certain number of websites would just do nothing incessantly, just covering the game, which made it a success. Yeah. It's like, if a, a shitty game with a shitty message comes out, you don't fucking cover it. You just say, this exists. Touch this, yeah. <laughs> I don't cover it six times a month <laughs> to, to bury a game. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, uh, uh, Yahtzee, you know, zero punctuation thing. He said um, that it's it was like number one on the Steam sellers list. He said, make make bad game famous, everyone's going to buy it. You know, yeah, it went to Steam bestsellers for the week or something like that. I haven't played it myself, but uh, 
yeah, I would like to give it a go just to see what the hell the fuss is all about. Yeah, if it's really as bad as it as it things got. It probably isn't. No, it's not. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, nice one, uh, Cats. What's your favourite game that everyone hates? Um, this is hard for me. Um, but I have a game that I have not really managed anybody to like, um, apart from Miles, really. Um, and that's called Don't Starve, and it's an indie game, and it's from Clee. Um, and it's a massive sandbox, but it, it's quite a quite a big difficulty curve. And everybody's like, oh, it's shit. Oh, it's, you just die. Oh, you just cut wood. No, it's like, it's, it's actually really, once you get into it, I know that it's like, you know, one of those things, right? Well, I should have to play a game for 10 hours just to like it. Well, because, because I said so. Um, but everybody in there hates it. <laughs> um, but the people who love it will play it kind of religiously. Um, mm. So it, it's just one of those games. You might not have heard of it. It is savagely hard in a lot of different ways, um, but I think it's great. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm aware of Don't Starve. I haven't played it myself. Yeah. I reviewed Don't Starve. Yeah. Did you? Well, how did you find it? I gave it an eight out of ten. I loved it. Okay, well then maybe I've no, no, my bad game. But, no, but do you no, see no, what no, I mean? No. Have you have you read the stuff where people are like? Oh, okay. It's impenetrable to get into. That's the problem. Yeah. Like people give me five minutes and go, this is fucking exactly. shit. Exactly. Oh, I just died straight away. Uh, uh, the dark got me and I got eaten by nothing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Loved it. That was, that was what was like, was that in like for thumb culture? Or was that before that? Oh, was wow, that PS Gamer? Know. Jesus Christ. I don't know. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It is, yeah, it's a long, long time ago, but it's something that I kind of always go back to quite regularly. Um, and people, you know, it's the same game. It hasn't changed much at all um they've got uh, you know a few expansions and the expansions are just as hard like they've got shipwrecked and it has great music and it has a great atmosphere it's kind of like t- if tim burton made a game um that would be mm. it but yeah that, that's nice. my game uh mm. but it does get a lot of hate and sean's absolutely right it's because five minutes in you will die just for not building a fire at night and it you know you have to die a hundred times to realize that you need to chop wood <laughs> And you're like, shit, okay, okay, fine, okay, I need to light the wood. Ah, okay, all right. And it does take a while to get on. And then you, unfortunately, you could spend hours and hours and hours and days and days building the perfect world. And luckily, they do have different modes now. Mm. And then something just comes in. They, they've got something like called Krampus and comes in and steals all his shit and fucks off. And then, you know, you're left in the cold and there's different seasons and stuff like that. And you have to prepare for winter while still trying to keep your sanity and stay alive and eat. And so it's really hard, but it is such a great game if you actually get into it. And if you have someone else to play with as well, like, that can be really fun. And the online mode is quite fun. But but people, I have seen a lot of people shit on it. So <laughs> that's my game. Cool. Check it out. I will check it out. I believe I've got it on PlayStation Plus, actually. So oh, yeah, it might have come on PlayStation Plus. But they always do a good discount, and they always kind of bundle the DLCs together as well. And it's yeah. quite quite a reasonable price, so... I can't imagine it's a pool game. Paul plays a game for four minutes and it's not the best game ever. He'll okay, yeah, no, no, Paul. Yeah, no. <laughs> Paul's, Paul's going to be in the camp that really doesn't like it then. <laughs> uh, Toby, what's uh, your favourite game that everyone hates? See, I think it, it's hard to say a particular one, but it's a series. Um, so the, my series, it's like a guilty pleasure. I, I always enjoy these, but they get progressively worse and worse scores pretty much every time. The... Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors games. I so, literally knew you were going to say that as you were describing it before <laughs> you said the name. Because <laughs> so <laughs> these are they're not great games. That they're they're not terrible games either. But they're just 
you know they're not trying to do anything very special but i find them incredibly fun to play i get very into them i know all the history behind the chinese and the japanese versions and i find them a lot of fun um and it's it's just you know great to to have you know just it's just a game where you can you can almost play it mindlessly um and that that can be good sometimes sometimes you want to turn it you know turn your mind off and 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 play something you know and you just you can kill a thousand people in the case in the space of about 20 to 30 minutes very easily um but yeah they just get really bad reviews um i don't think they've really changed up the formula since dynasty warriors 2 um which is what playstation 2 like middle playstation 2 era um and it was awesome then it's still awesome now <laughs> it's just not changed it's the same problem people have with call of duty like it's the same every year do you know what i mean that, that kind of issue yeah. um but yeah i really enjoy them um there's a samurai warriors coming out soon for for switch and it's got a new art style but guaranteed it's the same game um and uh, i'll play that too all right i didn't know people hated it so much interesting well it depends who you're talking to. A little bit like Don't Starve. I mean, I, I know some indie lovers who think Don't Starve is brilliant. So um, it, it's a it's a tricky one where there's obviously some communities that hate it, and it's just it's the reviewer community that just you know Dynasty Warriors just slowly gets less and less. It just goes from maybe eight down to seven, six, five. You know, some of them have been getting fives and fours. Yeah, Dynasty Warriors Nine got a Metacritic of fifty six on Xbox, yeah, there you fifty seven on PC. So, you know, that's that's pretty middling. Yeah. In um I think it was no it's like eight or nine, I put a hundred hours into a platinum and I swore never again. But I'm looking at the new Samurai Warriors and I'm thinking that looks cool. I might was it that. eight, Toby? Because it took me 180 hours to platinum. <laughs> it is it's my One second just rarest took, platinum. Yeah, it just took a ridiculous amount of time. It must it was it was yeah, eight or nine. I can't remember. I'll have a look. How did anyway. you put how 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 could you play a game for 180 hours <laughs> where you press one button and smash lots of people into the air? I was See, on. Um... You don't know. You don't know, Sean. <laughs> you were on some heavy medication. I'm hoping those next sentences are going to. No, sometimes I've done absolutely like completely other things while I've been playing as well. Like oh, you yeah. can You can do. You can listen to a. T- you know, or watch a TV show with your other <laughs> half of your brain yeah. while watching and play while playing this game. You know, pretty sure I watched good. a movie playing at once. Like I yeah. was just rinsing through. Just I think the old there. ones. Me and my brother listened to the audiobooks of Harry Potter, read by Stephen Fry, while playing Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> this is what I mean. It's just kind of ridiculous game at this point. I'm so it... glad. Can I? Can I just? I am so glad that you you have read and sorry listened to those audiobooks by Stephen Fry because someone else in the world knows how bad <laughs> Stephen Fry is <laughs> at accents. Jesus Christ. Well, there can, there's some good funny moments in there. Yeah, for sure. Sorry. I just needed to say that. I've been, I've been like everybody I've ever spoken to who likes Harry Potter has never listened to the audiobooks by Stephen Fry. So I finally have met somebody. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We listened to a good fair, a fair few of them because my, my brother didn't want to read them properly. So we were like, fine. We'll just listen yeah, to them. Fuck all. reading. Why, 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 yeah, why, why bother when you can play Dynasty Warriors at the same time? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Says the author. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man who has actual books nah, on Amazon. Con- nah, con- concentrate on the book if it's mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, Miles, what's your game? 
quite similar to Toby's. I actually had Dynasty Warriors. I made like a list of bad games that I've enjoyed over the years. Um, Dynasty Warriors was on there, um, but I had Bladestorm, um, the Hundred Years War, or the PS4 one, which was Nightmare. The game is just shallow as all hell. The graphics are terrible. It's so simplistic. It is very Dynasty Warriors esque in like a similar kind of mold, but with a slightly different mechanic in that you use different unit types um, and then you use like classes. But it's got that really basic kind of this beats this, that beats that, and there's no like nuance or complexity. And one of the classes is so overpowered anyway that even the ones that they're weak against, they still beat. And so all you really end up doing is using that same class every battle. And you just run from point to point, you know, slaughtering thousands of people at a time and not really having to do anything. And for some reason, I've, I've bought the game twice. I bought it on PS3. I bought it on PS4. I've probably played probably upwards of 100 hours of it. And I don't even understand why, because it's not even a good game. But it's, yeah, it's just one of those, uh, like Toby said about Dynasty Warriors, you just sort of put your brain to the side, just put it on the table and just mash away and have a good time somehow. So, yeah. I, re- I reviewed Bladestone Nightmare as well. I gave that <laughs> five out of ten. And that's exactly what it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> this is Even which games that Sean hated that you like. <laughs> that's what this is now. <laughs> the thing is, I know it's such a bad game as well. And I even bought it for a friend for his birthday once as like a fuck you present. Because <laughs> I told him all about it. He looked it up and he was like, that looks embarrassingly bad. And I was like, yeah, it is. It is. And um, he's never played it. It's still in its casing. Yeah, we were something one day. You know, these, <laughs> these bad games usually are at some point. <laughs> It'd be like the ET. Oh, exactly, God. buried in a desert somewhere. <laughs> Just copies of Bladestorm. Uh, what's mine? Um, what I about you, Ross? Of... Yeah, so... Thanks, Toby. Thank you. I was, Thank you. Cheers, I was ready. I was like... Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, I was going to say Shenmue, um, but Shenmue has a, a massive audience that adore the game, so... You know, I think I think they they outshout the vocal minority that don't like it. Uh, so I'm going to go very old school and say Mission Impossible on the N64. That was a game that I loved, and it's not aged well. It sits at uh, 61 on Metacritic. Um, the critics didn't enjoy it, but I thought it was great. I thought it was a really clever Mission Impossible game. It's kind of like a third-person action adventure. It's Splinter Cell before Splinter Cell existed, essentially. Um, and you get to be Ethan Hunt. You get to run around these places. You get to put things. You get to put bombs on explosive things. You get to change your face. You have to run around. You have to follow people through these long ass buildings, and it's really entertaining. There's nothing particularly bad about it. That I didn't. It was one of the very few N64 games that I completed. I think it was that GoldenEye, Mario 64, and Ocarina of Time. I think it's a very kind of a small number of games that I enjoyed on the N64 that I really fully completed to the end and Mission Impossible was one of them. Especially because I was renting it. I didn't actually buy it. I rented it, I want to say three times, just so I could finish it. Um, my little memory card had a save on it the whole time. I was like, right, I'm going to save up my pocket money. I want to go and rent Mission Impossible again because my mum and dad, for some reason, just you know wasn't interested in buying it for me, but they were happy for me to go out and rent it. And it was just a, it's a really enjoyable game. And I don't think it gets enough love to be honest, I think it's I think it's genuinely very good, but um, you know the visuals were N sixty four visuals. You know you look at it now and it looks god awful as a lot of N sixty four games tend to do. But it was really exciting, and when I finally finished like little areas, when I could actually complete it, I felt really accomplished because 
you know, it was tough. I was only what thirteen or something when I played it, and so it was, it was one of those games that I was very proud of when I when I beat in it. And yeah, it kind of like lingers in the uh, lingers in the old heart as a game that I really love that not enough people enjoy. To be honest with you, I'm I'm watching a little bit of it on YouTube right now, mm-hmm. and there's a part where you get drugged and you walk to a lift. That's right. Yep. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's great. It's great. When, it's... when when you said it, it reminded me of that James Bond one that was like the third person one, Bloodstone, I think it was called. Oh right, yeah. We've talked about that before. I really enjoyed that, and that was terrible. One that was, was that... this one was great as well, wasn't it? Was that the one with Joss Stone? I didn't play that one. Just Stone was in the Bloodstone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really enjoyed that game. I, I played all the way through it, and I, I narrowly missed out on a Platinum because you had to replay the whole thing for one trophy, and I was like, fuck it. I know what was interesting about Mission Impossible is that it was originally meant to be for the 64DD. Remember that that disk drive add-on that was meant to be for the N64? Um, but then it had to be compressed into a cartridge, and so I think it, uh, I think it lost a lot of its shine on that. But it's uh, oh, it's great. I would highly recommend it if anyone has an S64 out there and you can still get a copy of it because it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, right then, let's get into our recommendations for the week. And this is where we pick something that we've seen throughout the week and we see if we can recommend it to the Finger Guns audience and to each other. Uh, so uh, who hasn't gone first yet? Cap, what is your recommendation for the week? Oh, you come to me and I recommend um oh, crikey. I do you know what? Completely forgot that I went to the cinema last week and I've already done that one. So I recommend <laughs> a a game called uh Piccolo on the app. If you now that we're opening up, now that we're kind of uh, kind of coming away from social distancing, we're allowed three, you know, six people. Um Six people to a house and, you know, we're going to start getting that social anxiety and that, you know, anxiety in our social batteries are going to need charging up. Piccolo is just a great game to have fun very quickly. It's just got a load of mini games, it's great for drinking, drink responsibly people. Um, but it is just a good game to play with friends, you know, it asks you to do silly things. Uh, played it at the weekend, forgot how much I loved it because, of course, I've not been out for two years because of COVID. <laughs> or what feels like two years, it's not really been two years. Um, yes, yeah, free app. Um, put everybody's names in uh, into a random name generator and it will pick who does it so you don't have to argue about I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that well tough, the game says you have to game says you have to eat the spicy, sing the house tough titties, so yeah it's good fun, it's a good laugh, um, so that's my recommendation of the week Is that going to be played when we uh, get together with Miles and have a drink? Absolutely it can Yeah, okay. They've got loads of different versions as well um, there's a bit of a saucy version we won't play that version but we can play the normal version Goodness me <laughs> <laughs> something something for the finger guns only fans there <laughs> but yeah that's mine cool saucy piccolo check it out on fingerguns.com forward slash only fans uh miles your recommendation for the week mine is a board game and it is called what get out get the hell out yeah no, really board sorry. game first... board games in this place <laughs> first x and now this what's happening fucking no um... jesus christ look at this guy it gets worse, trust me. Uh, it's called Munchkins, and it's not quite Dungeons and Dragons, but it's like a, a similar kind of format, I guess, uh, where you get kind of cards that you use to either kind of level up, or you have to fight monsters, or you get like equipment pieces, and there's curses where you can kind of screw over other players, get items, so you, you have to kind of um, have a stronger power level than whatever monster you're fighting, and if you don't, there'll be like a, 
debuff and some of them can be really savage like lose every item you have or lose all the cards in your hand and all that kind of stuff um and yeah it's just a really fun board game to play with other people um i've only played it a couple of times but um yeah it's a really good time and you know if you've got a, a group of people who are happy to come around and play then it's a good time uh cat has uh, mentioned in the chat it's munchkin not munchkins of course it is there's only one of them so wow (laughs) i guess (laughs) i guess just delete me out of the podcast to be honest it's not Mars, if you're gonna bring a board game to the podcast (laughs) get the name right uh i watch football as well ross oh man portugal are out yeah i know portugal are out i'd recommend the germany portugal game though that's probably been the highlight of it so far oh yeah spoiler alert i didn't know they were out yet only happened the last five minutes you don't care, Toby. You don't even ask me. <laughs> Toby's <laughs> devastated. <laughs> if Germany are out, though, is that who you said? No. Uh, Germany is... Oh, I've just decided. <laughs> just completely decided that was a different country in my head there. Okay. You're just making up what you want. I was like, uh, no. if Germany are out, that's good. <laughs> uh, Germany play England on Tuesday. Uh, uh, yeah, of course. Crap. Okay. In, in the last England season. out then. Okay. Hey, man. Positive attitude. Yeah. Come on. About as positive as I get for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, tell me, what's your recommendation? Except for England, Germany at four o'clock on ITV, BBC. <laughs> um, mine's not game related at all. Um, it's uh, an album was released um, yesterday. Uh, have you ever heard of Chromio? Yes. No. No. Oh well. Um, so Chromio is a sort of modern, but they do seventies funk slash electro pop slash synth pop stuff and they've just released a live album and it is awesome and uh, anyone who's got spotify should check it out their live album is amazing all right thanks Dubs. uh right sean uh finally uh your recommendation for the week really three quick ones um two games that i've reviewed uh, one's called super magbot and the other's called um labyrinth city pierre the maze detective uh, the reviews are up on the website now. Both of them are great games. One of them is a platformer, and one of them is bringing books to life. So they're, they're like there's a Where, Where's Wally style book series called Pierre the Mage Detective, and Labyrinth City brings that to life, and it's very cool. My actual recommendation is a TV show that's been going for I think like 15 years. It's called The Trailer Park Boys. Now I don't know if this like it's just everybody watches this, and I just don't. But this show is has been like entertaining me. I've watched six seasons in the last week. And I'll be honest with you, this show has just been giving me life because it's about a group of um, uneducated um, criminals, shall we say, from a Canadian trail park, trailer park. And they remind me of Stoke-on-Trent and the people that I know in my life so much that I've had Stitch laughing at them at the times because you've got Ricky and Julian and this guy named Bubbles and they're like a crew together and they are completely fucking useless at everything. And I've been genuinely howling at this TV show and I've never heard of it before. I just decided I was going to put something random on Netflix and there's like 16 seasons on Netflix, I think. So that's my recommendation. It might be the most popular thing on the earth, but I've I've never heard of it before. So Hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, I'm aware of it. I haven't watched it, but uh, yeah, I'll check it out. So I'll wait to go. Looking for a new Netflix series. Uh, my recommendation is also a Netflix series, and it's called Sweet Tooth. Um, it was a series that I binged last weekend, 
and I absolutely love it. It's um, a based on a DC comic, and it's co-produced by uh, Mr. Robert Downey Jr. himself. And it's a really lovely, sweet series about a um, a young kid who was a hybrid, part human, part animal that were born after a virus pandemic killed many, many people in the world. And it's a really lovely story about him, kind of this little kid just kind of like finding himself and finding his place in the world and the ones that are against him, the ones that are looking after him to try and get him safe to this to this kind of utopia that he's looking for. And it's really lovely. And it makes me, uh, it warms your heart because it's just so sweet. It's a really lovely show. It's very, um, it's action-packed. It's uh, very story-driven. There are some great characters that, uh, that Gus, the little sweet tooth kid, meets along the way. And it's... Uh, Highly recommended. Go check it out. Hey, big man. Ghost. Oh, man. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's good, isn't it? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we mainlined that in like a day and a half. Mm. Um, yeah. Big, big fans. Yeah. yeah. I would, the, the, as soon as it finished, it was like season two. Th- thankfully confirmed. So. Thank God. Yeah. Thank can't end, it, can't, it can't end like that. Oh, my God. No. And Netflix have been just like culling so many good shows recently. So I'm just glad <laughs> that this one's. <laughs> yeah, considering on. how much shit they make, you know, some of the stuff they cancel yeah. is just bewildering. But uh, yep, there you go. A double recommendation. Go check out Sweet Tooth. Uh, right then, let's finish off with uh, Tony Anderson's favorite games of the week. Doesn't look like a hugely busy week, this one. It's dead this week. Mm. Um, so Are we doing any recommendations? <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've had to scrape the barrel a little bit, to be honest. Um, I've got four that I'm just going to mention. So there are seven days that follow this until the next podcast, but there's only two days where anything that's coming out that's worth talking about. Um, so uh, June 29th, um, there's a game called Curved Space, um, which um, I don't know if we've actually got a code for or not, but um, was some was one that some of the team were interested in. Um, coming to Xbox, PC and PS4. Uh, Sky Children of Light, which is this uh, by the team who made Journey, so that, that game company um, is coming to Switch, and Disgaea Six: Defiance of Destiny is also coming to Switch. If you like your grid-based tactics, um, sort of crazy anime games, um, and then on June thirtieth, um, I know this game's already out, but Doki Doki Literature Club um, has got an extra version called it's just with a plus on the end um it's coming to ps4 ps5 and switch a bit of a controversial game um which has been on the news recently because supposedly some uh, kids have taken it too much to heart um it's got a bit of it, it looks like a dating sim but it's actually a lot darker some of the characters encourage other characters to do dangerous and you know not not good things to each other um, and there's some sort of copycat stuff that's been talked about. So if you want to know what the controversy is, like me, I'm the type of person who, if someone says, this game's been banned, I'll seek out that game right now. If someone says, you can't see this film because Sony, you know, like that one about the Korean dictator um, that Sony said, we can't release this. I was immediately on, you know, trying to get that game, uh, trying to get that film. Um, so the same with Doki Doki Literature Club. If you're at all interested in the controversy, then uh, I would give it a go. PS4, PS5, and Switch. Hmm. Yeah, not much out this week. No, that really is it, and that's that's a that's not a great not great pickings. I mean, um, it was quite a week before, isn't it, as well? Because E3 and such, you know, not a lot comes yeah, out I during that that p- particular period. The post E3 lull. Oh, right now. yeah, that's it. Yeah. When does it pick uh, up, Ross? Uh, well, when are we going to get more stuff? A week later, a Plague Tale Innocence comes out on PS5. That's already out. No, 
That's already yeah. out. That game is already out. That's not good enough. Cat's never played it. She has to play the PS5 version. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. When does it pick up? I mean, I mean, I guess we got Keena, haven't we, in August? Uh, yeah, there's a few things. It's uh, end of August, but it's August. There's a few things coming, you know, down the track. Um, if I look at July, personally, there's um, the Ascent, which is that um, Xbox uh, Game Pass one. Yep. Chris Tales, which I'm really interested in. Yep. And then, yeah, Halo Infinite in August. August? No way. There's no way that's coming out. Am in I August. getting that completely wrong? They said holiday, so it'll be September, October, November. I've got something that says August 13th here. Well, that is would that be an old. Is that an old date for it? Maybe it's an old date. Could Cut that out if it's wrong. Could be the um, yeah, could be a beta. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. it's a little bit of a lull at this point in the year. Let me say that, but Sean will find 20 games to play between now and August. And he paid £1 for each of them on PSN. <laughs> okay, I'm just looking at it this week and I'm thinking, that's oh, going to be expensive. <laughs> Which games out of those were you going to buy? <laughs> No, well, because I want to play Curve Space 2, and I know that um, Miles is going to be reviewing that one. And Sky, Children of the Light, that's free to start, but there's some kind of monetary thing there. There's this game called Oniriki that I'm quite looking forward to. And um, mm. Imp of the Sun, I've heard some good things about that. So, And then Greedfall comes to P- PS5. So... Yeah. Hmm. Tide of Tasmania Tiger 2. <laughs> Come on now. That comes out on June 30th. If, like, if you do like your Samurai Warriors, uh, Samurai Warriors is slated for July 27th. Samurai Warriors 5. Peak my interest now, Toby. Mm, there it is. Sounds like 180 hours of my life I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> July 15th, Space Jam, A New Legacy, The Game is coming out. Oh, fuck that. That'd be which worth looks, a try. Which looks like Jack Fu, to be honest. Yeah, that looks like fun for five minutes. Um, Skyward Sword HD is out July 16th. See, July's packed. July's packed. Yeah. Flight Simulator, if you've got a serious console, it's coming out to Xbox. Oh, there's a couple of good indies that Death Store and Eldest Souls, if you like 2D Souls likes. Where the Heart Is. Oh, Lost yeah. Sea. Neo, the world ends with you. Oh, man. We're so, we're so sorted. Summer's saved. <laughs> Summer is saved. We're going to have a hot game summer. There you go. We're vaxxed, waxed, and ready to play games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before I go, did anyone see the trailer for Aliens Fireteam Elite? Yes. What do you think? Huh. Yeah. I was going to ask Greg, but he's gone. Yeah, that's not what I was expecting it to be, but I mean, you know. Yeah, it's a new Aliens game due on August 24th on all the consoles. It's, uh, yeah. Looks interesting. I don't think it's going to be as scary as Isolation, but you know, if you're into that sort of thing. Wait, sorry, I'm, it kind of cut out on me there. What what game did you say? Uh, Aliens Fire Team Elite. Oh, is that the co-op one? Yes. It actually looks okay. It doesn't look good. I remember I watched quite a bit of gameplay way back when, um, when they first kind of announced it, and it looks like it could be fun if you've got a good team of people but the ai did not look very good it looked like it was gonna be one of those kind of mindless co op type games that you kind of play for a bit and then you put down pretty quick mm. yeah doesn't look like my sort of thing uh, oh recompile isn't too far away 
That was a game that uh, Greg and I played at AGX Res a couple of years ago. It's awesome. Um, this little indie uh, thing where you're set inside a computer and you've got to kill all the viruses. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, it's a little quiet this week, unless you're Sean Davies, of course, and you love playing absolutely everything. But that's it from us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, we are absolutely everywhere. If you want to follow us, do follow the link tree in the description below to find us absolutely everywhere. And if you follow us individually on Twitter, you can find our handles also in the description below, except for Mars, who's smart and not on Twitter. We'll be back next week once again with all of our goodness. If you can't wait that long, why not follow our Patreon? For $1 a month, you can support this podcast, keep it live on its various hosting podcast services, and keep the website nice and shiny. That website, of course, is fingerguns.net, where we post all of our news, reviews, previews, and much, much more. So we'll see you there. Thank you very much indeed for listening. It is goodbye from Toby Anderson. Bye, Nara. Goodbye from Kat. Bye. Goodbye from Miles. Farewell. Goodbye from Sean Davies. Bye. And goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast.